What's up, everybody? It's Sunday. What the hell day is it? October 27th. Game day for the Raiders as they go to Houston to play the Texans. I got to say something just, just to get off my chest before we get going here. Please, everyone out there, Raider fans, football fans, Patriot fans, stop interacting with Antonio Brown. You could say it's sour grapes all you want. This guy feeds off everyone's tweets. He's the total narcissist. He's a loser, to be honest. Please stop answering this man. It's just, he he wants the attention, and everybody keeps giving it to him. Enough. Mute him. Unfollow him. Do what you want. The world, the NFL, is a better place without Antonio Brown. So stop answering the guy. I did. As many times as I want to tweet at him and tell him a lot of different things, but I won't. I'll save that for another day. All right, it's a gloomy day here in New York City. Pretty crappy outside, but I'm pretty pumped up today. It's a big game versus Houston Texans. We got the trade deadline tomorrow. Nine early games, three late. It's week eight eight already. How did that even happen? I feel like the playoffs are right around the corner. Thanksgiving, Christmas. I mean, I'm excited about those things, but the season just goes by so fast. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, one thing I just want to say, you know, after the A-B stuff, I mean, I got to talk about Chase Young from Ohio State. This guy is incredible. Incredible. I have no rooting interest for Ohio State. I put the game on because it's on noon yesterday. You want to you wanna watch two of the top teams in the country. This guy is a freaking wrecking ball. I said it yesterday. I tweeted yesterday. The GM that doesn't take this guy with the first pick in the draft should be fired. I don't care if you need a quarterback. I don't care if you're the Dolphins tanking for Tua or tanking for whatever the hell they're tanking for. This guy is unbelievable. He's got speed. He's got power. I mean, you know, it's a small sample size. He might win the Heisman as, a, as an edge rusher. I mean, this guy is clearly head and shoulders above anybody in college football, including the quarterbacks. Can the Raiders go get him at number one? Want to package a couple ones? Next year's one to go get him? I don't think the Dolphins will be doing that. If the Dolphins were smart or the Bengals were smart, they take this guy number one. He's incredible. Still got a long way to go in college football. Not ready to talk draft yet. I mean, you know, maybe a couple more losses. We'll start talking draft, but I can't look at the draft. But this guy, I mean, it's hard not to watch him. He's just incredible. He really is. Trade deadline, Tuesday, 4 o'clock. Raiders have been rumored to want a bunch of different guys. Let me make this plain as day and clear. They should not be targeting anybody except someone that could tackle someone on defense. They need impact players. And I know you're not going to impact players, I should say. They need players on defense. I know the wide receiver is a nice thought. I like Robbie Anderson for a third-round pick. You know, I know Gruden's trying to turn over the wide receiver room. I mean, there's been guys, new guys in there every week. We'll see who's active for the game versus the Texans. But I just don't understand how this team, especially what happened after last week versus Green Bay, how do you not go out and try to improve the defense? You traded away Gary and Conley to the team that, I mean, just for a second. They traded Gary and Conley to the Houston Texans the week they're playing the Houston Texans. And no Bradley Roby today. Jonathan Joseph's banged up. So that means Gary and Conley's going to be on the field a lot. I mean, it's Greg Rosenthal said it from NFL.com. It's the ultimate FU, basically, to Gary and Conley. 
I know new regimes, and you know, Gruden can say all he wants that. He's a good player, and he's a talented player. It's a big middle finger to Gary and Conley. We don't think you're very good. We weren't going to pick up your fifth-year option or give you a long-term contract, and we're sending you to the team that we're playing this week. Incredible. But, you know, you lose a defender. Now, Pat Kerwin brought up a good point this week. When you trade players away, it's not just about, you know, sometimes it's just about a salary dump or something like that. When you trade players away, you have to replace the talent. Now, say what you will about Gary Conley, and I just basically said he's not a talent, and it's, you know, they're going to put Trayvon Mullen out there and, and roll with what they got. But whether it's a cornerback or a linebacker or a defensive lineman, this team needs players. Their defense has been bad for so long. The offense could do what they do, three tight ends, you know, 13 personnel, I mean, run the football. They're doing what they're doing with nothing, which proves to me that you know they don't need to go out and get an A.J. Green or a Robbie Anderson. Improve the defense. You know, A couple years ago, we were deciding as Raider Nation who we wanted, Amari Cooper or Leonard Williams. Nation was split. Kevin White in there, too. That's a story for another day. Leonard Williams is available. Now, I know he hasn't had the production that everybody thought he would. He, he really hasn't become that impact player on defense that everybody thought he would be once he came into the league. But he's still a young player. If you can get him for a third-round pick, go get him. Put him on the D-line and see what he does. If you evaluate him for eight games and he's just a guy and you don't want to sign him to a, a long-term contract, fine. You gave away a third-round pick. It's not the end of the day. But improve the defense. Get Take a chance, as Al Davis always would, on young guys with talent. Take a chance on a Leonard Williams. See what he could do to the defense. I mean, you know, I, I'm not... I know Vic Beasley had a, a breakout year a couple years ago. I, I, don't, I don't know what... You know, if, if you listen to Falcon fans, they're just... They're not excited about the guy. He doesn't really do it for them. I don't know what you're getting in, in, in Vic Beasley. Is he a guy that just, just tries to speed around the edge and that's it? One-trick pony? So, uh, you know, if, if it's a fifth-round pick, man, maybe I'll take a chance on a Vic Beasley because it's the same concept as Leonard Williams. First-round guy, younger guy, take a chance. But do something to, to, to improve this defense. I don't think Yannick Ngakwe, Yannick Ngakwe, is going to be traded by the Jaguars. I mean, there's some other names out there that you could probably pry away. I mean, I'm not a big fan of going after a corner or someone like that. I don't think that they would. But, I mean, look, you can make the case as well. And I know an offense is, is what I just said. You know, they don't need offense. Can you get Leonard and Robbie Anderson from the Jets? What would that take? Would you do two threes and a five for these, these players? I mean, they're both young players and both need contracts. So you can't give up too much. I mean, would they take a second-round pick in 2021? Probably not. I mean, I don't know why you're trading these guys in the first place if they're the Jets. I get it's a new regime, and they they want their own guys, and they didn't draft these guys. I get it. I think it's going to be an active trade market. I really do. I think there's a little bit of a give-and-go or a you know push-and-pull, if you will, in a Raider organization right now, and not in a negative way. It's not a, you know, they don't see eye-to-eye. But I think it's Gruden, hey, you know, we could be a playoff team this year. Let's go get a piece or two. And Mayox, you know, we're still a, a ways away. Let's let's not trade away draft picks. But you did. You, you just traded away Gary Conley and got a pick back. They have draft capital. Five picks in the top 90. That, that's, that's pretty good. And the draft is still months away. 
So it'll be interesting. I, I mean, I really think this Texan game today is the barometer. They can go to Houston and beat the Texans. You beat the Texans. You're four and three after that horrific, ridiculous, I don't even know another word to describe it, road trip that the Raiders had. You're four and three. You'd be three and one in the conference with wins over the Texans and the Colts. If it's if you're sitting there tomorrow at four and three, I mean, how do you not go out and get a piece? How do you not take a chance? You don't know what, what next year is going to bring. You don't know with injuries, the league is ever-changing. You got the Mahomes injury in Kansas City. You know, they're not going to win the division. Mahomes is not human. He'll be back in a week or two, and, you know, they'll win 11 games or something like that. They'll win the division. But if you go to Houston, if you finish this stretch of nonsense in Green Bay, in Indianapolis, in Minnesota, in Houston, a home game, I hope you can see the air quotes versus the Chicago Bears. Four and three. You have a legitimate chance to have double-digit wins and make the playoffs. It's possible. But the defense has to get fixed. Now, I don't want to do this because, you know, you want to be positive. Everybody always says that I'm, I'm Mr. Positive. I'm always making excuses. You can say what you will. One negative. Let's get to a negative. The negative is right now on paper, week eight, on October 27th at 11 o'clock, the Raiders passing on Kentucky's Josh Allen. He looks like the real deal. He's got five sacks. He's flying off the edge. Now, a couple factors. Allen's got a better defensive line and you know, to play with. He's got Ngakwe coming off the other side, which the Raiders don't have. But you could see you could see that he's going to be a player. I mean, he's halfway to double-digit sacks. You could see that he's a impa- impactful guy that you would make. And what was the, you know, you had the number four pick and you picked Cleon Farrell, and he he hasn't lived up to the hype. I don't think there was a lot of hype going in, to be honest. You know, he, good player, overdrafted. So I think in retrospect, and again, it's way too early. You know, Farrell could come out today and have three sacks, play like a bat out of hell the last couple weeks of the season. But, you know, and you can't really evaluate draft picks for a couple years. But on paper right now, it looks like the Raiders took a big swing and a miss with Josh Allen. Now, they hit a home run with Josh Jacobs. Stud. But, and, you know, Abram is, is hurt, so, you know, we'll have to wait till 2020 to see him. But Trayvon Mullen's getting on the field today, but... How much better would this Raider draft class look right now with Josh Allen as the fourth pick and not Farrell? You know, it's just, it's, you don't know what the word to use. I mean, I get it. Winning player, Mayock wanted that. And maybe Farrell's, you know, he was good first couple weeks, good against the run. I don't want to kill the guy. I'm not saying, I'm not coming out here and saying he's a bust. He'll probably be playing the league for a long time. But at the fourth pick, you're looking for impactful guys that are going to impact the game. The Raiders don't have any of those guys right now on defense. I love Max Crosby. He's going to be a good player too. He's not changing games, at least right now. He's not a difference maker. We talk about this pre-draft all the time. You need difference makers. Josh Jacobs is a difference maker at running back. Look at Darren Waller. Darren Waller is a difference maker at tight end. 
Who's the difference maker for the, on defense for the Raiders? I can't find one. You have good young players. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to kill anybody. But again, you, you have a chance at the trade deadline. I'm not opposed. If, there's, if, if a team's out there and something doesn't go their way today and a team makes an impact player available and you have to trade one of your ones, you go do it. You go do it. Because you're not guaranteed that player you pick with that one is ever going to be as good as the player you're acquiring. And I don't know who that player is. I don't know who it is. I don't know what teams are dangling what, but there's always a couple surprises at the trade deadline. There's always a trade that comes out of nowhere. You know, you hear all the guys and all the rumors, and everybody hears the same thing, all the rumors. But there's, there's going to be a guy that, that no one's thinking about that is being dangled that this team can go get to make the defense better. <sighs> I don't want to sit here and rant and rave. It's been a positive season. If you, uh, I, I, I said it the other day. Three and three at this point of the season, I would have signed up for it a hundred times out of a hundred before the season because the schedule again was just so flipping ridiculous. But it's a big game versus the Texans today. You get the, the offense of the offensive lines the first time it's been playing together all year. All five guys, Tyrell Williams is back. I mean, all the chips are on the table here. They have to win this game. This team wants to, to turn the page and be a, a, a legitimate team. You got to win this game. Keep it close. They're going to have to score 24 points. Don't let up these freaking bombs to Hopkins. Let them dink and dunk in front of you and make a play. Somebody make a play. The Colt game that they win. Who makes Eric Harris makes a play at the end of the game to win the game? You need something like that. You need someone making a play to win the game. I'm pumped up, though. I, you know, I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up for the trade deadline. I love player movement. And can we stop at the NFL is, is turning into the NBA? It's not. Yeah, a couple guys, Antonio Brown, Jalen Ramsey. How's Trent Williams doing? Trent Williams is trying to, you know, play his card and, and force his way out. Bruce Allen isn't having it. Now, that's not to say they won't trade him by Tuesday if they get a, a big package, but NFL is not morphing into the NBA in terms of player movement and players getting what they want. Wait till the next CBA. It's gonna be 17 games. Maybe they're a little, you know, less hard on marijuana. It's gonna be the same thing. It's not gonna be this this revolution by the players, but that's the story for another day. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Let's talk again soon.